You are Locked On Clippers Postcast. Part of Locked On Los Angeles on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Your team every day. Welcome to Clippers Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, Clippers Postcast just underway as the game has just gone final. Clippers winning it comfortably. 138. 111. This one was fun from beginning to end. Thank you for joining me. I am Pete Fox, new to the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, been covering sports in LA for ESPN, dating all the way back to 2007. And then after that, I uh, worked for NBC Sports Radio, covering sports on a national level. So uh, very familiar with, with what happens in Los Angeles. Clubbered, covered the Clippers for many years in LA. Um, when Chris Paul was there, uh, Blake Griffin, but this team is uh, a lot more fun, I would say, and I feel like a lot better. The The confidence level uh, you should have as fans watching this team play uh, night after night, getting better and stronger, really, really uh, gives you a lot of hope that there is a bright future for this Clipper team right now. Again, they hammered the Suns. 138 111 Suns waved the white flag with about four minutes to go uh, as the Clippers really just had zero let up. That's been the, one of the problems for them lately. I think when they get out to these big comfortable leads, we start to wonder whether or not they're going to be able to maintain it and keep it going for four quarters. And this is exactly what they did tonight. Uh, once again, thank you for watching us on the locked on Sports LA YouTube channel or picking us up on uh, wherever you find your podcasts on the Locked On Clippers podcast feed uh, that is available for you all the time. And you're also uh, available to watch the Locked On Clippers podcast, which is uh, Monday through Friday for, for all you diehard Clipper fans. Uh, you can get a little deeper there into this game and what's going on with the team in general. But tonight we're going to look at a Route of a win for the Clippers, 138-111, the final. Uh, so many things to, once again, be excited about, be happy about. Oh, I have to tell you about our title sponsor, too. Sorry about that. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use the code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. That's the GameTime app. Really simple to use. Lots of good deals there. Uh, you probably want to find some Clipper tickets coming up because this team is a lot of fun to watch, especially when they play like they did tonight. Got started early for James Harden and Ivica Zubats. <laughs> this has been a connection that I've really enjoyed of late. And uh, again, right out of the gate, Harden looking for Zoo and uh, got it done a couple of different times early in the game. And I think that really kind of made me feel comfortable that this was going to be a good night for them. When, when I see the things that they've been doing well lately happening right away again, I'm like, all right, cool. Perfect. You know, that they're, they're relying on what has worked for them. And, you know, they beat the Suns just a few nights back in Phoenix. That was without Kevin Durant tonight. Kevin Durant played and played well. One of the questions that I think I had, as did uh, many other people, including Jim Jackson, uh, Clippers broadcaster coming into this game was how do you stop James Harden? Correction. We know how to stop James Harden. Well, not, not necessarily. How do you stop Kevin Durant? <laughs> Two former teammates there. Uh, obviously stopping Harden is a problem, but stopping 
Kevin Durant is a bigger problem. So uh, one of the answers to that question as to how you stop Kevin Durant is you don't. <laughs> you just do your best and uh, hope that he doesn't beat you single-handedly. Tonight he had 30 points in 35 minutes, which included three threes, 10 of 17 from the floor. He was as good as he ever is. Uh, but unfortunately for the Suns, it wasn't enough. He couldn't do it by himself. Uh, Devin Booker had a decent night as well. In 34 minutes, he scored 20 points, including a couple of threes. Bradley Beal, 15 points in 35 minutes, going 7 to 15. The problem is, for the Suns, these three guys uh, haven't played all that much together, like 70 or 80 minutes total uh, on the floor together. Whereas, we've talked about this a lot lately, the Clippers starting five has played hundreds of minutes together this season. So they're very, very comfortable with each other. But back to the question, how do you stop Kevin Durant? I'll tell you what, it's hard. It's very difficult. But Kawhi Leonard did a fantastic job tonight. It was so fun to watch. The energy that Kawhi brought to defending Kevin Durant was fantastic. Kawhi Leonard was both good offensively and defensively, which is not a surprise. He's a great defender. But he was making life very difficult for Kevin Durant. Uh, he still got his, of course, because he's Kevin Durant. But Kawhi was, was just working hard. You know, defense is one of those things that, is about energy. You know, you can't really teach defense. You just have to have it. You got to be willing to outwork the other guy. And that's what Kawhi Leonard did tonight. Uh, as far as the score sheet, he had 17 points going 8 of 15, which included one three. Five steals, though. That'll tell you a little bit more about what Kawhi Leonard did in this one uh, to give the Clippers a dominant win. When things were tight, after the first quarter, it was 34-31, Clippers leading. Uh, Kawhi Leonard was just working his backside off. And the other thing that was nice that I appreciated seeing early on was the Clippers were limiting second-chance opportunities from the Sun. So they just played fantastic defense, which is something that has been uh, going on for them frequently during this streak dating back to December 1st, where they are the best team in the NBA uh, now 13 and three over that period of time, or is it 14 and three? I can't exactly remember, but whatever it is, it's number one in the NBA dating back to December 1st. Uh, only one loss during that stretch of time with Kawhi Leonard on the floor, Russell Westbrook, once again, <laughs> coming off the bench and changing the tone of the game, a big bucket for him, actually two back to back right at the end of the, uh, first quarter. Actually, the 4.30 minute, uh, 4.30 time on the clock. But then he had a nice steal as well and just changed the energy. He changes the tone of the team and the game for the Clippers when he comes off of the bench. The big bucket really at the first quarter, right at the very last minute, uh, Paul George had a big bucket, uh, slam dunk, I believe it was, that really gave the Clippers energy heading into the second quarter, which is when they started to pull away. They've been passing the ball well. They continued to do that tonight. Uh, mainly James Harden doing what he's been doing. As I mentioned early in the game, he was finding Zoo uh, under the net in the paint. Uh, one of the things I really enjoyed about what Zoo did tonight, kind of picked up where he left off last night where he had uh, 19 points. He had uh, 19 again tonight. He was passing from the lane. So he was drawing so much attention 
because he's been playing so well that they would crash in on him in the lane and he would find an open shooter in the corner. So one of the things that's been going smoothly and great for the Clippers is that there's always an open man with so many people making buckets. It's hard to defend them. So they have to crash on whoever's got the ball sending double teams in that direction. And that always leaves somebody open. And more often than not, whoever that is, whether it's Terrence Mann or James Harden or Paul George, uh, they've been knocking these down. And we'll get to Paul George and his night, which was once again fantastic, right after this. All right, let's talk about game time. Game time. This is where you pick up your tickets for all kinds of different events, whether it is games or concerts or whatever, you know, theater, whatever you're into. Download the Game Time app and uh, start perusing for different things to go fill up your time. I'm sure there is something on your list with the new year here that you want to do that you didn't get to at the end of the year. I don't want to call it a resolution, but just one of those to-dos. You know, it'd be fun to go to a game. It'd be fun to go to a concert. Well, Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you a complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the view from your seats, which I've mentioned is a big thing for me. I like to see exactly what my view is going to be and how far away from the stage or the field or the mound uh, or center court or whatever you're going to be. So I, I love the view from the seat thing, especially if you're trying to find a bargain and you don't you know, you're not going to fork over the big dollars. You're just saying, Hey, let's just get some tickets and go to a game. You might be a little bit higher up. There are, there are places where it's not so bad when you're higher up. I know uh, over at crypto.com, there's not a bad seat in the house over there, but it is always nice to see the view from the seats all in prices. Show your total upfront. So you know what you're getting and how great your deal is going to be before checkout. I was looking around uh, tonight. There are some Fantastic deals on Washington State versus USC over at Galen Center on Wednesday. I think it's starting from $4 if you're interested in checking out LeBron James's kid, Bronny. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. That's a bargain, especially if the tickets are $4. Terms apply again. Create an account. Redeem the code locked on for $20 off. That's L O C K E D O N. Download the Game Time app today for last minute tickets with the lowest prices guaranteed. All right, Clippers with a dominant win 138, 111. Uh, continue to roll here since December 1st, where they are just, uh, aside from that ugly performance last night against the Lakers. Uh, you know, they've just dominated everyone that that's come into their path for the most part. This game tonight really was the complete opposite of what happened last night. As far as that ugly, uh, mud slinging mud fight, rock fight slog of a game against the Lakers, which is really, you know, when you look back to that game last night, you have to give the Lakers a lot of credit. They needed that win. They've not been going well. They've been playing very poorly. That was just their fourth win in their last 14 games. So Lakers needed that. And their game plan coming in was probably to try to muck up the waters, make it an ugly game. And it worked for them and they got the win. So you have to give the Lakers a little credit there. One of the things I wanted to give the Clippers credit for tonight was uh, cleaning up in the second half points off of turnovers. Uh, they were just 
it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great in the first half. They had given up uh, 16 points off of turnovers. And in the second half, it was a single digit number. So they got much, much, much better. They also are now 21 or 22 and three uh, when leading by more than 10 points. They cruised to victory in this one. Uh, again, 138, 111. One, th- one again, uh, once again, want to thank you for joining us here and remind you that you can find us on the um, Locked On Sports LA YouTube channel or you can find us on the Locked On Clippers podcast feed wherever you download your podcast. And then again, uh, tomorrow you can check out Dorian with the Locked On Clippers podcast, uh, the daily podcast, and you can become an everyday or especially if you are a diehard Clippers fan. That's where you want to be to find out more about this game and what's going on with this team right now as they are just rolling, absolutely dominating everyone. Let's run through the stats a little bit more specifically so you can get a better feel and a better vibe on this game. Paul George, who I mentioned coming into the break, had another big night from beyond the arc, which is something that everyone expected, uh, everyone felt was completely necessary. So hold on, i got to reset my camera here. I moved it away. (laughs) So professional, right? So professional. Um, Paul George, there was a lot of impetus on him scoring threes, him shooting the ball well from deep tonight, because that's what worked for them going into that game a couple of nights ago in Phoenix where they won. He was uh, red hot, and he's been red hot of late, so you kind of hoped that that would continue, and of course it did. In 31 minutes, he was 10 of 19 for 25 points, including four threes. He had seven rebounds and uh, one steal. So once again, Paul George, in a very cool, calm manner, was just banging down shots, making life really, really easy. James Harden, in 30 minutes, only missed two shots. One of the best performances he's had of late. He had three threes, perfect from the line, scoring 19 points and double-digit assists. You know, one of the things about James Harden, dishing the ball the way he is, making it look so easy, it's honestly making scoring for him a lot easier as well because i think people are so right now you know as you're scouting this clipper team you're expecting james harden to pass the ball more than you are for him to shoot the ball so when he gets into that position where it looks like he's got an open man in the corner and he's gonna pass and he can fake it over there and then shoot he's 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 wide open most of the time so uh he's he's just playing so well and so fun right now and so comfortably fluid this game was from beginning to end i feel like this game was just fluid and smooth and up and down i mean they scored 71 points in the first half it was looking so easy for them a big bucket from paul george it was a three the 642 mark of the third to put them up uh 81 70 that got them that 11 digit um uh, margin of a lead, if you will. <laughs> uh, and then just from there, it just grew. They just continued to cruise from there. And that was a big bucket for them that kind of padded that lead and helped it grow and, and so forth. And not long after that, uh, the sun started to let up and uh, it became a little bit easier for the Clippers. But they 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 just shot the ball so efficiently tonight. Oh, 62.4% and 51% from beyond the arc. You can't ask for much more than that. And this is against the Suns team. That was shooting the ball very well. In the first half, the Suns shot like 54%, and they finished the night just under 50% at 49.4%. So when you win a game, 138-111, that's 27-point margin 
when you win by that sort of a margin and the other team is shooting uh, just about 50%, you're doing something right there. So kudos to the Clippers tonight. Another huge win for them. And, and again, Kevin Durant was in the game. It wasn't like uh, they were playing the Suns undermanned like they did a few nights ago in Phoenix. So an even more, uh, an even bigger feather in their cap as a, a dominant win for them. Uh, just everyone played well. Everything about this game just made you feel uh, happy if you're a Clippers fan because it uh, there didn't seem to be any any sort of leaky drips, if you will. There was no uh, fingers that needed to be put in the dam. We'll take a break. We'll come back and wrap up with our final segment where we do uh, our little superlatives feature. All right, let's talk about FanDuel. I was very frustrated with myself tonight because I, I, I usually like to levy a wager on a game that I'm getting ready to cover because it just makes it more fun. And I forgot. I forgot tonight, which was, uh, was not my norm. I was very disappointed that I did not put something on this Clipper Suns game because there was plenty of good options there. Uh, the NFL regular season has come to an end, which means the playoffs are right around the corner. And for a lot of people, that's the best time to start betting on sports. Wagering on sports is in the postseason, especially the NFL postseason, because uh, there's just so many good opportunities there and so much to watch. But there, there's still time to get in on the action for the NFL postseason with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks. In bonus bets, win or lose, the app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet. Like I said, when uh, the NFL postseason comes around, all of a sudden there's so many more uh, different opportunities, different uh, wagers that are available to you. So go check it out. They have the live same-game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explore tab. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. The best way to find a popular parlay and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on. And make your first bet a layup. That's FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, our final segment here on the Locked On Clippers postcast. I am Pete Fox. Thank you for watching us on the Locked On Sports LA YouTube channel and listening on the Locked On Clippers podcast feed. Clippers rolled to victory by 27, 138, 111. They are now 23 and 13 after the, the blowout of the Suns and uh, 15 and four on their home floor. The best record in the NBA since December 1st with just three losses versus 13 wins. All right, let's get to uh, our superlatives feature here tonight. This one seemed to be fairly easy. It's always fairly easy when the Clippers cruise to victory the way they have been doing of late. It's, uh, I guess, the hard part is finding out who was better than some of the other guys because they were all good tonight. They were all chipping in and doing their part. Terrence Mann uh, in 28 minutes went five of nine for 14 points. And uh, Russell Westbrook off the bench in 15 minutes had nine points. But as I said, uh, the energy that he brought with a couple of steals was huge. Uh, Plumlee played a little bit at the end. Daniel Tyson, 14 minutes, had six points, going three of six. So those big men for the Clippers, also big tonight. So we'll start with our first category, which is best hair. And by this, I mean who looked the best, uh, who played the best, who looked good 
offensively, defensively, whenever they were involved in the action, who looked good. And that would have to be Kawhi Leonard. Although he didn't score the most, his defense was second to none, making life very, very difficult for Kevin Durant, uh, playing with a lot of energy, hitting threes or hitting a three, uh, but shooting over 50%. He was eight of 15 for 17 points. He really, really did it all. Another energetic guy, just like Russell Westbrook has been of late. But I think one of the things that that made me feel good about Kawhi's game tonight was it, it made you feel like he was giving the Clippers just a, uh, a confident performance where he wasn't taking silly shots. His looks were all very good. Again, very efficient. So that's something from him. Not as efficient as James Harden, who was six of eight, but still Kawhi Leonard was, was to me the, the looked the best on the floor, mainly because of his defensive performance, which included five steals. Our second category is best student. And by this, I mean, the guy who took advantage of the hand that was dealt to them did the the proper game plan study before the game, and that would be Avica Zubats. As I mentioned earlier, his passing when the uh, when the double team will crash in on him in the uh, paint was really really good tonight, and it's it's getting better. So not only is he taking advantage when when he's able to uh, get these little floater looks which have been, I can't come up with enough superlatives to talk about these, these players and these teams. They're all great. They're all enjoyable. They're all, you know, they're all uh, efficient, but Ivica Zubats, I feel like his, his floater game, his short mid, not even mid range, his short game, the bunnies uh, are, are very high percentage, very efficient. He doesn't miss those bunnies very often, but when he gets the pass from James Harden, who, you know, will look for him a lot. I feel like they have a special connection going on right now. So Harden's looking for him all the time. When Zoo gets the pass and the defense crashes in on him in the in the uh, paint, he'll kick it out to a wide open man in the corner, whether it's Terrence Mann or Russell Westbrook or Paul George, who then more than often, more than likely, more often than not, will bang it down. Well, he's working that play very, very frequently, and it's looking very good for them. So I like that. I feel like he's doing his homework in the pregame, and when that uh, when that double team comes, he takes advantage and kicks it out to the open man who bangs the shot down. So best student of the night, Ivica Zubats, who also had a good game, finishing with 19 points and eight rebounds. Uh, and our final category for superlatives, who who is the most ambitious? And by this, I mean, Played the fewest minutes, but got the most done. And this was uh, a tough one. This went back and forth for me between Terrence Mann and Russell Westbrook. I'm going to have to give it to Russell Westbrook, who had only 15 minutes on the floor, but shot 50% going three of six for nine points, but seven assists for Russ tonight. That was huge. Dishing the ball, bringing the energy, getting the team fired up, and... uh rocking the baby. He was just doing the whole thing tonight. Terrence Mann can definitely be uh honorable mention in this category of the most ambitious player. Uh, he played 28 minutes going five of nine. Did I say Terrence Mann? I meant Norman Powell. Sorry, Norman Powell, 25 minutes going four of six, hitting two threes for 14 points. And those were some big threes. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, when, when did he hit those threes? 
Mm, can't remember. <laughs> there were so many big buckets. Paul George had a big bucket uh, to put them up 8170. Uh, Zoo had a had a couple of big buckets when uh, he was drawing the attention. As I talked about, that was at the 330 mark of the first half as they were reaching towards the uh, the break. And it, it kind of gave the Clippers at that point in time, it was a relatively close game and the Clippers started to pull away from there. So it seems like right now at the end of quarters, when things are a little bit more important, the Clippers are taking advantage of the, uh, the big moments scoring buckets that they need to score and uh, not faltering. So when you look around and you think about the the possibilities for this team, it's just, it is seemingly endless because they're not the things here are the things they're not doing. All right. They're not relying on one guy. It's not just Paul George or Kawhi Leonard or Avita Zubats or James Harden. So they're spreading it out Their Their bench is coming in and playing well. So they're not just saying, wow, if like back in the day when it was Chris Paul and, um, um, what's his name? I mentioned it earlier. If one of those guys was off, then they were not, you know, not good. <laughs> so you had to hope that both of those guys were on and there were plenty of nights when they weren't. So today, any one of these guys could have been off. They weren't, but if they were, it probably would have been just fine. Again, they won by 27. Maybe you say Kawhi Leonard offensively wasn't that great. I, I would argue with that because he was very efficient shooting over 50%. Uh, James Harden, six of eight. So they're not relying on one guy. This team is playing up and down the bench, up and down the starting rotation. Everyone is chipping in. So they're not relying on one guy. They're also lately not letting their foot off the throat of the opponent. They're not giving up leads. They're not letting the team come back and rally after they get bored. It seems like their focus level is maintaining throughout the game. All 48 minutes. Even when they're down, even when they're up, I think that's a bigger focal point is when they're up, that they stay up, that they don't let it go because they're bored. Like, oh, all right, we're up 20, whatever, who cares? We don't need to play D. Uh, they keep playing D. So that's another good thing for them that they're playing well. And when they have a problem, whatever it may be, as I mentioned, turnovers were a small issue tonight. Points off of turnovers were a small issue. They cleaned it up in the second half. So they're doing their homework during the breaks. They're listening to the coaching. Uh, whatever the game plan is from Ty Lu coming in, they seem to go out and execute it almost to a T. So when you see them face off against a team like the Suns, who's a very good team with three very, very good players in Kevin Durant and uh, Bradley Beal and, of course, Devin Booker, and, and those guys all have fairly decent nights and the Clippers win by 27. <laughs> it's like, you know, they probably could have won by 37 in this one. if They played better in the first half. So they figured out how to slow down Kevin Durant. I don't want to say they stopped him, but they absolutely slowed him down. They continue to pass the ball. Well, James Harden kind of leading that charge. But Russell Westbrook following along, as I mentioned, Ivica Zubats is passing well. The team as a whole is just passing very well. It reminds me a lot of the Warriors when they were winning championships and nobody held the ball for more than, you know, 0.7 seconds. They would catch and shoot, catch and shoot. The Clippers are doing that as well. So there's just so much going well for them right now. Uh, I, I, you know, the, the, the biggest thing probably uh, is that the two superstars, 
Kawhi Leonard and Paul George both playing with a, with a hunger, attacking the basket. I think that was the thing about Kawhi's game that I was so impressed with tonight and why I'm <laughs> why I'm still allow, um, awarding him the best player of the game in the best hair category, even though he only had 17 points and he was outscored by Paul George. His defense was superb, and he was attacking the basket with aggression, and that was the thing I liked most. Just sometimes Kawhi's a little... Uh, what's the word? Timid, a little, a little timid when it comes to attacking the basket. He's always looking for the perfect look. Not tonight. He was just attacking aggressively. And that to me was, uh, was probably my favorite, most enjoyable, confident building aspect of this game. Again, a very dominant victory for the Clippers. 138, 111 at crypto.com over the Phoenix suns, where they improved their record to 15 and four at home. They are now 23 and 13 overall. They're off tomorrow, back in action on Wednesday, another home game uh, in downtown LA at crypto.com against uh, the Toronto Raptors. Yes, they're playing um, the Toronto Raptors, which is the former team of, who was it? Terrence Mann played there? No, no, it was Norman Powell. So Norman Powell will get the face off against his former mates. Don't forget, Check out the Locked On Clippers daily podcast. Become an everydayer. Find out what's going on. I'm sure Dorian will get into this one a little bit more. And thank you for watching me right here on the Locked On Clippers Sports LA YouTube channel. We do Locked On Clippers postcast after every game. You can watch it or you can listen to it on the Locked On Clippers feed. Thanks so much. Have a good night. We will talk again on Wednesday. You are Locked On Clippers Postcast, part of Locked On Los Angeles on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.